There's demons, ghosts outside Screaming you can run but you can't hide You can't scare me, I'm already dead inside Stretch your best Michael Myers for Andy Kruger You can't do a podcast without stretching That's the law, the stretch cast Oh yeah, the hips, yeah you don't. You can't forget the hips. This is a podcast, Chris. I know we're sitting on these hips all the time. <laughs> uh, I was gonna. I was gonna say that we were running in place while we record every week. <laughs> the jogcast. That's really fucking funny. Thanks, <laughs> Chainsaw Live from the gym. Doing a full episode running. <laughs> hey guys. So we just finished watching Final Ghost. <laughs> That's not stretching for a lifetime for me. But yeah. For the year. Hey, you tend not to stretch. No, I should. Yeah, yeah, we should. all should. There, I would like to. I'm starting to feel the effects of like not exercising and not stretching. Like, you mean by your age? Yeah, you, this, it's like it, your 20s. Uh, yeah. And I mean, speaking as someone who has, I'm in the last four days of my 20s right now, so I'm very reflective. It's coming to a halt. Cheese party and time. You, you start. Your body starts telling you that you can't get away with this shit anymore. You know, you like throughout your twenties, you can get away with so much shit. Uh-huh. As as a dude who's like enjoyed a very uh, impressive metabolism, I could eat so much cake and pizza, and it doesn't seem to add on at all. I don't do any exercise, and I still am somehow alive. Yeah, alive um, and trim and looking good. He, I mean, for some yeah, for someone yeah. who does no exercise, eats like shit. Yeah, it's and that's just the luxury of your twenties, I think. So I, not I for feel, everyone. Not for everyone. Not for everyone. Very fair. Being very fair. A little point. insensitive to everyone, but yeah. I, so, I apologize sincerely, but, no, what, no, I'm but as, to, what I'm trying to say is yeah, that how it worked for it's your coming mom, to yeah. a screeching halt. Sure, yes. I can feel the pizza belly starting to grow by the day. Yep. I can feel um, like even my hips and back, like just things are starting to tell me like, hey, take fucking care of me. Like we do so much for you <laughs> and all you do is sit on your ass and record a horror podcast <laughs> in the middle of the day drinking. But you know what, body? It's St. Patrick's Day, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, you know what I have to say about that? What? Look at all these cinnamon rolls. Oh. <laughs> That's a great joke, and you should call it back later, like thank, in a future episode. Thank you. I thought it was a great joke. That's why I just had to say it. It was great. Oh. I love cinnamon roll humor. <laughs> um, so, but no, I know what you mean, though. I, I'm getting there, too, because I'm not, I'm not within um, three days, but I'm within three years. And I'm feeling as well. I'm like, oh, I remember you know, doing something and then sometimes being sore the next day. But not like the week after. I don't. I can't bend all the way down anymore because yeah. my lower back is sore. And I think this is kind of a crucial point in a human life where you can make the choice to just commit to that lazy ass lifestyle and then be a decrepit 50, 60 year old well, who is hunched over a terrible posture and unhealthy. You're committing to a hunch. Yeah. yeah. Or you can start getting your shit together. And I think I'll probably end up somewhere in between. <laughs> you're gonna be. You're not gonna be a full like. A full like umbrella style hunch, you know, but you're you're yeah. not gonna be straight up. I've always enjoyed like a little bit of a hunch, you know. Yeah, me like, too. That's, I think I that's just, just a forward craning neck. Yeah, just a, little a forward bit. cranking neck, just trying to, not like a hunchback of Notre Dame, but no, there's no like, bulbous, a slight crank. So if yeah. I can maintain my current crank, <laughs> current <laughs> chub, then I I'm content. I think you know, yeah. as long as it doesn't get too much worse than this. Yeah, and um, I'm I'm in a similar place in that like I've always been an athletic boy growing up so in my 20s i like really kicked my metabolism into overdrive and uh-huh. i never put on any fat 
um, and then I had very physical jobs. And then as that sort of wanes and I set into a slightly more sedentary lifestyle, yeah, I start to feel my back. And like, if you were to describe <laughs> my posture right now, like... Look at both of our postures. Yeah. Listeners, like, we are hunched over. I'm folded up. Yeah. I'm basically... You're I'm a like a chair. folded chair that's 75% of the way closed. You're like Adam Devine in that, <laughs> after he went through the windshield oh, of the car yeah. and was flipped over himself in the movie and Final Girls. his legs were hanging... In yeah. the movie Final Girls that, uh, I'll say it, um, that we it was episode number. Uh, released later than this one, <laughs> that we will release. So that comes out in a week from tomorrow. Cool. <laughs> you said it way better than I did. Also in Final Destination, <laughs> in Final Destination 5 or 20 or something, a gymnastics wipeout happens and it's the same crunch where oh. the legs flip over the back. Uh, yeah. And it happens in Paranormal Activity 4. Where the they come down the stairs and the one dude is lying on the ground and they just like crank him back, like oh, okay, cranks okay. him backwards. And I think it happens like three dozen times in the t- television series Family Guy. A lot of back, like just snapping they, up the they, spine. They like, like that. to yeah, they like to twist up their, yeah. those cartoon characters pretty bad. Well, okay. this is our St. Patrick's Day podcast where we talk about our the shape of our bodies <laughs> <laughs> and, <clears throat> and and more importantly, drink beer. Yes, because it's St. Patrick's Day. Hell it yeah. is St. Patrick's Day today. And that's why you're getting this bonus episode. And also the inauguration of um, something that we're going to be starting on this podcast. Ooh, where we're adding shit. We're adding, always evolving. Mm-hmm. Each month we're going to slowly chip away at a classic horror movie franchise. And we've decided naturally that in March, on St. Patrick's Day, the franchise that we would be going through is... John Wick 2. John Wick 2! <laughs> every time. Yeah. And by every time, I mean this in an episode that came out one month ago. <laughs> oh my god. Watch the Get Out uh, episode for that uh, callback. Yeah, no, but what it actually is, is Leprechaun. That is the franchise that we are digging into for this very, very, very special St. Patrick's Day episode. Yeah, so we've, we've tried to assign a franchise that relates to the month or a holiday during a month in some way and this is probably the easiest one this is the this and halloween are the two most (laughs) (laughs) obvious ones halloween is spoiler halloween is coming out in october halloween's coming out for christmas (laughs) um yeah so we're gonna watch leprechaun i mean have you ever seen any of the leprechaun movies there's like seven of them or something (laughs) insane yeah and that's gonna be the theme for these um, monthly series like did we say any of the other ones like um, I think we'll announce them as they go. That way it's... Yeah. I mean, we give with Halloween one. That but I mean, just in theory. Office. Like, in theory, some of the series that we're doing are, yes, Halloween... Aligned with a month, or leprechaun. some dumb literary pun that we <laughs> come up with. Yeah. Just things or that are... association. Yeah. Like, some some occasion that yeah. happens that month. Um, and there are a lot of just classic franchises that we're going to, you know... Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, things like that. Those are the things you can look forward to us actually finally digging into, into yeah. on a scheduled basis. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to become a little bit more of the DNA now as we move a little deeper into this little project. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Oh, it, yeah. it, gives us, uh, it forces us to really go back and watch and get involved in all these classic franchises that we may have ignored. Um, it also commits us to like a seven-year 
<laughs> podcast at the very least. Because Leprechaun has seven of them. Well, yeah, so we have to go seven years so we can get to the good Leprechaun movies. <laughs> you know, number six and like, seven. Well, there's like, Leprechaun Return there's to the There's Leprechaun line. in Space. Yeah. There's Leprechaun in the Hood, and then Leprechaun Back to the Hood. <laughs> With and the number two, right? The connective tissue, if I may borrow one of your phrases, uh, through all of these is Warwick Davis. Davis plays the Leprechaun in all of them. Yeah, and he's, uh, Warwick Davis is, um, was he the Ewok? Willow? And he was Willow. Yes. Yeah, so he famously... Like, One of the most famous the... little people actors. Yeah. Um... Which is the politically correct term in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if in 2017, B, it's not anymore, we're sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, B. But we'll have a uh, an apology section sorry, for B that. Sorry, B, and sorry, Bay. But yeah, so he was um, f- hugely famous in the cult classic Willow right. um, as the protagonist, which they're talking about a sequel. Oh, shit. Or, I don't even think a remake. I think a straight-up sequel with... Um, with Kilmer and Warwick? And Warwick Davis. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you believe What's it? What's going to happen? Uh, they're old. And, and there's going to be another one. That, like Kind of like Luke with The Last Jedi thing. Okay. I think it's going to be like that. Um, and and yeah, on. he um, also was famously um, the the Ewok that Leia meets um, in uh, Jedi. Oh, very first, nice. The first silly that's little That's some good Ewok. trivia. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really cool that um, we're now going to see him... As a horrifying leprechaun, a horrifying leprechaun. Who, and I think I think I did watch this movie, but it would have been a long time ago when I was fourteen or fifteen. Um, I'm sure it was very high. I remember very few details <laughs> about it. Um, I do remember Jennifer Aniston's in this first one. Did you know that? I did not. She's, I'm so excited for. She's that. like one of. The, I think she's the lead of this movie. No way. Did you know that? Um, it's this pre friends Aniston, like ninety three. Did you know that Jennifer Aniston is like is to this day my number one top celebrity crush? No way. She always has been, yeah. I guess that, I guess that's sensible as yeah. someone who grew up with yeah. friends. With a friends, yeah. Yeah, Rachel. Yeah. Now, which is your favorite Rachel haircut? Is it the official Rachel or is it like the pre-Rachel Rachel? <laughs> I by, like. Which I mean the earlier seasons. I like. Is it like the early 2000s Rachel? I'm, I'm not going to give you. Answer. I'm going to answer this question. Yeah. Okay. Do it. I like Rachel with a high bun mm-hmm. and the two strands in the front. Okay. So this is like 2002 Rachel, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, I, if if you're right with your years, uh, uh, I'm gonna say that I, 2002 Rachel. I'm, works I'm for feeling me. 2002 as key year for those like s- just simple side of the head two strands. Yeah, those two like bang everywhere. strands and the big bun on the back. Yeah, you, know? you like a bun. Yeah, I like a bun. All right. <laughs> with that, uh, let's, let's let's continue crack this pot of gold. Yeah, yeah. Let's crack this pot of gold. Continue drinking these St. Patty's beers um, and watch ourselves a leprechaun film. Sounds great. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. So I just want to get right the hell into it, um, and I'm going to say this as a text Chris Dave saw first, that was the greatest movie we have ever watched. <laughs> Leprechaun. Holy shit. That that movie was, I will not say it's such a claim. And I, I get what you're saying. I know, I know when you say greatest movie, you, you don't mean serious in yeah. terms of like, I love, I, like this was a great quality horror film, but it was fucking hilarious. I, in the same way that what we were saying in a previous episode about... Um, like Fast Five and John mm-hmm. Wick, how it just it hits the fuck yeah moments that you yes. want from like a silly, stupid, over the top horror movie, and yeah. I think it nails it. Yeah, like man, this little leprechaun just keeps coming back again and again. Nothing stops him. He's always dropping jokes. He's hilarious. Great one-liners. Invincible 
Um, so it, it seems that only a four-leaf clover is the thing that can temporarily stop him for a time. It stopped him for ten years and it kept fucks him up in the his, crate. I think what it does is it fucks up his magic. I think if we look at it at a real base general, and there are people who may be listening right now who have seen all of the Leprechaun yes. films and are just going like, to eviscerate like, the laws in the uh, Leprechaun universe. And to those we say, we'll see you in 2024. Yeah. We've caught up with the franchise. Yeah, no, if, if there is some sort of support here, we'll watch more of these movies. We can speed it up if we want, but like, <laughs> we only watched one, guys. Go easy on us. Anyway, on it seems one. like it seems like dude can't die, mm-hmm. but his powers can be influenced. I thought that the main influencer of, her, of his powers was the gold coins. The as gold. long as he had them in his possession, he had full power. I think that fuels his power, and I think the clover itself also, like just sitting on top of the box, he couldn't get out of the box. Yes. So, yeah. but when he was in the box, he <coughs> a also had no gold. Had all his gold taken away. And B had the clover as kind of the seal that locked him in there for ten years. Okay, but that smelling like gasoline, like because he O'Grady poured gasoline Mm -hmm. all over the crate, which leaked through the cracks. So he has he reeks of gasoline. He has no powers, and he's stuck there for ten years. He's bitter. He's a bitter motherfucker. He did have power enough to stop the dude from lighting the match, right? Uh or was that no? Because that was just an incidental stroke. Unless you are no. to interpret that he he induced the stroke. He, I will say one hundred percent that um, the the little the leprechaun when he got the gas port on me, he's like, "You can't burn me. I won't let you." And then when he lit the match, I was it like, "Oh, out. did the match go out?" And he was laughing. Okay, okay, uh, you're right. He did, he still retains a moderate amount of powers because even when he first got out of the box, he had a little. He he was able to shut the door at the top of the stairs. Remember, right. yeah, when Ozzy was down there, yeah, and he pretty clearly like um, says in that moment, he's like, you know, I, my powers are weak because I don't have me gold. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, I that was again with so I complained a bunch throughout the movie, but the ADR was a little heavy handed, <laughs> and this is the thing because it happened so much in Rings as well, which I saw a few weeks ago in the theaters. Okay. And it's, against it's almost, everyone else's against like... everyone's recommendations, I still went and saw rings. <laughs> but when a horror movie like this is the worst, they'll think, okay, you know what? It's not clear to the audience what's happening, so we need to get the actor back in the studio to record a line that will have as a voiceover to explain what's happening. Yeah. And they do do that a bunch in the movie, which I've never seen it required. It's always like to spoon feed you a part of the plot that you already. If you have half a brain, can understand what's happening. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, do you think then it's for the people with less than half of a brain? It could be. It could be right. trying to cast a wide net. That's what it is. Really. That's if it, if there's ever studio producer pressure, it is because they're trying to make the net wider, mm. or you know, focus the net. You know, we're not trying to appeal to very intelligent savant viewers. We are trying to appeal to the people who are going to go out this summer and spend money watching a horror movie. And that, yeah. that makes sense with some of the exposition in this movie, um, which almost feels like you don't, it's difficult to be critical of this movie because of how silly it is. Yeah. Um, it feel, feels like, obviously that was dumb. Obviously that was silly. Obviously that makes no sense. Obviously not. But then at the same time, there were a lot, uh, there were several really cool moments that for its time, for 93. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's get into this because I'm wrestling with, 
um, trying to understand if this was completely serious as a dark horror movie when it came out, or if it was intentionally campy from the get go. Mm. So, what what do you think was a, like a genuinely uh, scary? That's movie so hard. I, I I wish I had like uh, the sensibilities of then to know what's actually scary. But the thing is, like I think um, like even the greatest like action movies that don't rely on comedy have nothing but like one liners and silly reveals because like yeah. There's something about that as being the way to show something off as a surprise is right. to do it in a some, somewhat funny way. And the one-liners in this movie were fucking amazing. Specifically <laughs> at the end when Alex launches the four-leaf clover in gum. via the slingshot. In a wad of gum. In a wad of gum, which he does foreshadows earlier in the movie. Yeah. So that is amazing. Like, well that's, done. That's very well done. We love that kind of stuff. We, we were losing our shit when that happened. Yeah. And he, what did he say? Fuck Lucky Charms? Or... Um, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. Yeah. And then launches the slingshot wad. Down his throat. A plus. And, and to follow up that A plus is then he starts like melting into this green goo and becoming a half... Um, th- let me get some words in here. A like half physical makeup costumed monster leprechaun and half like skeleton with green goo it was like skeletal gooey falling clay. Off of like it was it was awesome and it fits in like it's that late 80s early 90s horror film yeah. aesthetic when i think of the thing like any kind of those like yeah. really monster you said cronenberg cronenberg movies yeah you absolutely. said those two yeah those two things yeah both john carpenter's the thing and all cronenberg movies um, like we want to see gooey gross sticky whatever it's fall apart like that little leprechaun was in the throes of death yeah you know yeah Uh, but he leaves us with a cliffhanger at the very as he's down in the well he says um what i'm not gonna you can't keep me down for long or something he says uh, some silly like i'm trapped in this well but yeah there's some i'll be back for a sequel Uh, yeah he basically he's like yeah. I'm stuck in this well, but the studio will probably make another movie, so I'm not dead. <laughs> and yeah. I remember seeing, too, even just looking at the IMDb before we recorded this, that this movie provided Warwick Davis with employment from, like, 93 to 97, and this was the only things he did in those four years. Wow. Like those four well, And then he, he was able to get a lot more work after that, but this was his main source of income, the Leprechaun movies. And I have to imagine that, hopefully, they compensated him more than anyone else for these because he I he really that. makes it right he His is the is yeah hilarious because cool. jennifer aniston is not going to be going through all of these movies it's going to be warwick davis who does and that's the person you're paying yeah um, it's going to be different different people i'm so excited to continue this franchise like i have to admit that was so much fun it like, was we were laughing we had a smile on our face the whole time yeah and the thing is like you watch an 80s hor- yeah yeah don't do that i'm not you watch an 80s horror movie and you see, like, really dumb, campy stuff. And I'm comparing this into my brain right now. This is 93, uh, by the way. Um, I know it felt so right, 80s, yeah, but this really is early 90s. 90s yeah. Well, she said 93 in the movie. That's when the movie was made. She did say 93? Yeah, it was, this she is did. a 1993 movie. It is 1993. Did they identify that in the film, too? Yeah, she said, like, in a, when she, when the um, guy said, like, oh, I never see, don't see men who are scared of houses. She's like, excuse me? This is this 1993. Is ni- oh, no, she said this is the 90s. Is that Women are said? treated equal. That's she what just I said it's the yeah. 90s? Oh, okay. It's okay. the 90s, women are treated equal. All right, equal. so I'm, I'm extrapolating it. Okay, so it's 1993 is the one that was made. In which case, I preemptively apologize, but you know. One of those. This is, is it, did we do the apologies at the start of the step, too? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't yeah. think, that, I think that was the last step. 
Apology is coming up next week. Yeah, next listen. Wow, oh man, we're in such a weird. It's a weird limbo of, of, of yeah of episodes. I don't know what episode is coming out when. Yeah, but you're confident enough to start dropping like jokes on. Last I was one. until <laughs> you like threw the threw me into a state of doubt. But regardless, okay. Uh, Pogo death. Pogo stick. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> I have never seen that before in my life. Um, but there was a point in time in movies where one time a leprechaun pogo sticked another person on the chest into their death. There's nothing more innocuous than the base of the pogo stick. It's like there's so much rubber, like a one inch yeah. thing of rubber on the base of a pogo stick. Then add on top of that, a pogo stick weighs maybe five to ten pounds. Sure. Add a 40 to 50 pound leprechaun. <laughs> this is a small amount. So it's going to like press against you and be like irritating. It and has like, a ow, spring ow. on it. It's going to leave a bruise. But it is goring the fuck out of this coin what? collector, the store operator dude. Yeah, this weird like um, salvage store guy. Yeah. Like he gets really killed. He's bloodied up. If if there's one thing I understand about the leprechaun oh, thus far, one the, one movie into the franchise <laughs> is if you have one of his coins, he's gonna de- he's gonna he's destroy not, you. He does not like that. He's not happy. You don't steal leprechaun's coin. He will wreck you with whatever mean whatever yeah. object he has. All right, and I, okay, so the thing about the leprechaun is it has magic and it can. This is good. We should establish. Yeah, yeah. It can. Um, uh, so like teleport, it can appear in different places. It can manifest wherever, in, and in, in a way that it knows where the perception of it is. So if you think you watched it just walk into somewhere, it knows where to pop out where it's still looking at you and antagonizing you. Like yeah. it's very aware and magical in its like teleporting movements, and it's crazy strong. It pulled the door off a, co- a cop car. Um, it's while, while throwing driving, people, yeah, even it can manipulate the strength of the objects that it interacts with, whether it's a pogo oh stick God. or a tiny mini cart. Which this tiny little go kart, <laughs> it crashes into the truck where four humans yeah. are sitting in, and the truck flips, flips like it, it got hit by a fucking tank. missile. Yeah, jeez, like, it was insane. And we both at that time were like, what? <laughs> So we, we accept that there's an insane, like, messing with physics. and Physics can, be damned. I'm okay with that. I'm, yeah, yeah, physics be damned. Great line. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Understanding that if the leprechaun has some coins in its possession, that it gains that power to manipulate objects. And like you said, manipulate its presence, especially based on the fear of those who it's interacting with. So yeah. it has some kind of omnipresent, omniscient uh, yeah. capabilities or powers that it can manifest where it wants to it's it magically just showed up on the back of the car yeah while it was driving away at like oh my god kilometers. you know what one of the coolest points in the movie was and it should have been totally telegraphed to me um but like one of those ones where i was actually like shit even though like i'm like i was mostly interpreting this as a jokey movie mm-hmm. the moment where the um they call the police and then the police decide to like maybe you should check it out and then it's the leprechaun again impersonating the voice. And it just cuts to the car. Like, the, uh, first the officer is talking back to this, like, I don't know, chief. Uh, yes. Uh, the thing. You're an officer. We'll check it out. I'll, uh, what? And then it goes, it cuts, and it's in the cop car, and the officer is bloodied up in the passenger seat dead. It's great. And the leprechaun is mimicking his voice. This saying, leprechaun I'll call is in if I need fantastic help. at voices. Great at voices. Um, and that, to me, that was one of the more legitimate moments in the movie where I'm like, all right, the cops are not uh, are coming, yeah. and the leprechaun took care of that. He is just running fucking interference at all times over <laughs> everywhere. It's like from the point, like 
will a, a radio signal to the closest police car yeah. be avoided by the leprechaun? No, no. way. He's got will, that covered. Yeah, if you open the drawer that has something in it, he's there too. Like if you're was, if you're picking up the phone to call the police, yeah. a tiny mini leprechaun hand will reach out of that the receiver cool. towards the face. That was a cool little effect. baby leprechaun hand. A yeah. little gross hand creeped out. That of the felt phone. very Cronenbergy too. Like so just it, yeah, this yeah. little mini creature thing. Very uh, like top to bottom physical effects, except for like lightning and magic and stuff. Like, yeah, I'm curious if that like how that continues as the franchise goes on. But yeah, I hope it continues because some of the coolest parts, and I mean the most satisfying and most hilarious parts, were where yeah. he got shot with the shotgun. Oh my goodness. And you see, like, great gore, because a shotgun, admittedly, debilitates him temporarily. I'd say you have a good, like, 10, 15 seconds yeah. if you shoot the leprechaun with a shotgun. I loved the green goo coming out of his body. Yeah. That was beautiful. It was, like, subtle and quick and real and, like, great. Yeah. Great job. Show us, show the fact that you can shoot this little motherfucker and it just doesn't matter. Yeah. And, like, it hits him like it would hit anyone else. There's a big hole in him and blood spurts out. He gets, like, got in the eye with a police baton. Yes. Gets his eye destroyed. Which, okay, that whole sequence was incredible. The, the fact that, oh, he loses an eye? No problem. I'm going to rip the eye out of this corpse. Yeah. And put it with his hand, as a replacement. He reached his fucking left hand over and just pulled the eye out of a dead cop and put it into his own head. These are strong little leprechaun hands. Because there was another point where I forget if it was a cop or some character. He simply places his hand on the face and was, he's crushing and the, the person's bleeding. It was the cop that pulled him over when he was in the little car. Yes. Yeah. Which is an amazing sequence at the same time. Yeah. And then the, that cop goes in the woods, right? And then he's just yes. everywhere. He yeah. just can't That's get away great. from this guy. So somehow this movie perfectly balances the silly. Like it's the silly. It, it's silly throughout, but still it's so enjoyable and yeah. awesome and... Yeah, um, it's something like you watch it and you're laughing and it's goofy and it's silly and it's like, got him! Ah, oh, but he still came back. He's Oh, he's still in there. Oh, it's he's been out of the movie for like 10 minutes, but he just came back. He was so tenacious, yeah. coming back all the time, never being able to be stopped. Perhaps it's that tenacity that makes it so appealing. I it's think like, that's what, what it is. What can stop this thing? It's like Nothing. A, and that's what we love about horror movies. It's what this unknown force what can possibly be an impediment to it. And even in the context of something so silly as a leprechaun, it's so effective to watch. And we are, my eyes were glued to the screen the whole time. I agree. I totally agree. Even though it's a 24 year old movie and aesthetically it doesn't hold up in certain respects. There are moments, there are moments it does like moments of uh, physical effect, practical effects that really do, excuse me, really do hold up. But, um, it's something about his tenacity that like, you can't put him down. And And Sorry, continue. Finish uh, and thought. that you show, they showed him getting put down over and over again. What, someone grabbed him and threw him. Someone kicked yeah. him. Someone shot him. You know, it, it didn't matter what you did to him. This is the horror movie baddie, right? Like, yeah. you, they will always get up, regardless. Yeah, but it's so weird when it's such a tiny little thing who is silly. Yeah. You know? And just like... When, whenever the, whenever he gets back up, is just like skipping along and going, oh, la dee, la dee, da, mm. oh yeah. Right, him running was the, uh, running away that Hilarious. one time. Oh, did, oh, did, oh. That one time was the funniest thing I may ever have seen in my life. <laughs> he just gets shot or something, and like you know, everyone's like, oh my god, are you okay? And then the next shot is him like running off into the distance. Oh, did, oh, did, oh, did, oh. I can I cannot wait to see where this <laughs> franchise goes. Like, I know is... I. I don't think I can wait a year. How are we going to wait a year? I don't think we are. 
I feel like we've got to do the second one sooner than later. Perhaps. I think we should, because in a year we can watch it. So I think we, if we watch it the sooner, the better, because we have a year. Sorry, are you saying that we watch it now and release it in a year? Or no. watch it and just release it? Just watch it now, because we want to... Midweek no. bonus franchise episode. No episode, I just want to watch it. Oh, we just watch it on our own kind of thing. I can't... Oh, you're, you're saying that one year from now will be long enough that if we yes, watch it next yes. weekend, it's going to be fine. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, is we have a year right. of time to get over watching the second one. That That's fair. I can't, you, I you know can't what? wait. We might, we might feel this way about a lot of the different franchises that we yeah. explore. Like, there's enough horror movies for us to watch that... But I, I'm with you. I'm, yeah. we're, we're four beers in. We're very pumped on a little leprechaun <laughs> running around. I just want to put on the second one right now. <laughs> I would... Dog, I would send Jody a message right this minute to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to be late. A leprechaun's at hand. Like, yeah. Oh, you guys decided to do another episode of the podcast? No, no. <laughs> We're just watching the scene with a leprechaun. Or like okay, best... but you, you cannot watch that second one without me. No, it's us. It's us. That's I've great. had no reason to ever put leprechaun into my brain until now. And it was the best decision you ever this, made for me. This podcast has brought us so much joy in, mm. for, in forcing us to go back and watch it. Like, I don't think I would have watched Leprechaun um, under any other circumstances. Never. I would have just, it, it would have just been one thing that I never saw. But and I would have had an opinion. St. Patrick's Day and we're yeah. trying to watch franchises. This is now something that we're aware of. I would have had an opinion on the Leprechaun franchise even yeah. though I hadn't seen it, because it just seems so typical. Yeah. It seems like one of those, you know, nine-movie fucking series. Exactly. That suck. But, I mean, and it probably is, but, like, it is fun it as is, hell. It is so fun. It's, like, it's campy. It's, it's very campy. Very, very And you know what? Dead. The performances aren't that bad. Like, they, they help they help ground the campy aspect of it. It's Jennifer evil, Aniston is good in it. It feels like Evil Dead. Like in the um, the delivery, the way all the characters act, like right. this sort of like light approach to mm. horrific circumstances. Yeah, you know, it's really, really they're evil all great. Evil Dead, great. I love the Alex Ozzy um, dynamic, like that those two painter, who are, those painter guys. Yeah, the painter. Well, I guess Nathan as well, right? The three of them have oh. the painting company, but Nathan doesn't seem to interact. Like it seems like the real bond is between Alex and Ozzy, right? Yeah, this older. Um, Arguably mentally disabled individual. Yeah, they threw in a cute little story there. They're like, like oh, a, his brain is hurt. We need to fix it. Like but, a, um, like a scarecrow. Is it the scarecrow or the tin? The scarecrow, scarecrow. needs a brain. Uh, scare. Yes. No. Tin man needs a heart. Tin man needs a heart. Scarecrow needs a brain. You're, yeah, you got courage. you got scarecrow. So he's a, like a scarecrow kind of character. And the young kid is like sticking up for him. Yeah. And, like he loves this older guy, even though he's simple. He's like, I want to fix you. If we can get the gold coins, the kid's first instinct is, I can I can help make you better. Yeah, That's and amazing. It, but then you learn, too, that he's like, I know there's no fix his brain surgery. I just, he doesn't know that. It's he like, said that? I missed that He line. said that right at the end to Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. He said, um, he's oh. like, we need it for Ozzy's, we're going to fix his brain. She's like, you can't just... Then the Wizard of Oz parallel you made is... Amazing, because that's exactly the point of Wizard of Oz, is that the scarecrow had the brain all along. It is a Wizard of Oz. <laughs> so Thing hopefully after it. these credits, Alex can tell Ozzy, I still got that coin regardless, yeah. let's go to the hospital, they're going to fix your brain, and Ozzy would be fine. But you know what, Ozzy was already ignorant about his kind of perception from the rest of society, when he said, people think I'm stupid, he said, <laughs> well they don't say it to your face, they say it behind your back. Yeah, and they just walked away, and I was just standing there like, all right, well, <laughs> off we go. 
And then he called, he's the one who called the police and he said there were leprechauns. That's why they didn't come. Classic. It's fair. Okay. How, like, in terms of the camp where it really leaned more to the campy side. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When the leprechaun leaps through the fence and there's the, like, silhouette outline (laughs) of the leprechaun. Yeah, he runs. He um, runs through a fence, and then there's a perfect hole in the fence that is the shape of his body. His body and hat. And so hat. It's come out, everything just broke through right at that moment. And then he crunches back through it, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <it> is. <laughs> um, so much of the action it's, is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I thought there was one part I really, really liked about the action. Obviously, the end scene where he was melting apart, that was yeah. so good. It really... Like, I feel about at the, about half an hour in, it really kicked into overdrive and really established the tone of what the movie was going to be. Because even at the start, it felt a little back and forthy. You didn't, I didn't know quite what to make of the mm-hmm. tone of the movie when they went back into the basement. Like, oh, is this intentionally supposed to be creepy? Yeah. But I can see how the success of this movie and maybe this franchise would be strictly on its camp value. Like, oh, there's a leprechaun. And... No one, none of the characters will ever believe that there's a leprechaun until they see it for themselves. And get killed by it. And then yeah, like, they're in trouble. And, and like, you watch this first movie and you see there's, like, a lot of mistakes and a lot of things you might not have done. You're like, but that little thing killed a lot of people, like, in a really bloody way. Like, I, yeah. This has got a lot, a lot of fuel in the engine for a great... I think, I think it's so great as is. Like, I really, I really love this movie. Yeah. It's so silly. Like, it's, I don't love it for the reason that I love horror movies generally. Yeah. But maybe, yeah. like, you brought up Evil Dead earlier. Maybe in that sense. Like, yes. It's, Evil Dead is the horror connection that I'm feeling yeah. right now. Yeah. And what I love about it. And just, like, you know, watching... At the same time, it's still my terrified children, but... Sure. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, even an audience in you know nineteen ninety three uh, <laughs> might have found that a little sca- a, ever so slightly scarier than we did, and just not have been distracted by the same things we were. Right. But hopefully they also laughed their asses off when he was like on that skateboard going back and forth. Oh, thank God for you bringing up that scene. <laughs> that is amazing. So they now it's like the climax of the movie. They're locked in a house <laughs> with a leprechaun, and they're just they've got one shotgun. They're firing shots at him. And there's a whole, like, 20-second sequence of they're in a doorway, and out of nowhere, the leprechaun has a skateboard. <laughs> a skateboard hasn't been brought up at any point previously. <laughs> and he keeps going by left to right, right to left, on the skateboard, in various poses, yeah. as they shoot at him and, and keep get him. missing. And then the last time, just the skateboard rolls in, and it's just like, man, he just made you waste all your bullets, and that was oh. the funniest thing I've ever seen in my oh. life. So good. Oh, so good. So I am I am a okay with um, thinking about the progression of these movies. I am a okay with um, them continuing and really leaning into the ridiculous, campy, hilarious horror element. Yeah. I'm also okay with because we've got a lot of movies to go. Them like taking a real serious look. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be awesome. I think yeah, there is definitely. I think you're completely right. There's opportunity with this character to go way darker and more sinister. Uh, I just mean we've seen a little thing who will tear someone's like t- face to death, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the fact that he could just appear, in, this little leprechaun could appear in scenes and just like reach up and kill someone before they know what's happening yeah because he's super strong and has magic and you know he's this mischievous little horrible bastard right like seeing some more graphic murders i think would like just i don't know cement that the leprechaun while silly and somewhat easy to beat if you know what you're dealing with and not really the 
is actually kind of scary. It, it, he kills the fuck out of a lot of people. There's definitely potential. Yeah. And maybe this is something that will carry over into... this. Might There might be a lot of parallels here. In July, we'll be doing the Child's Play franchise. And while those, I think, are... There might be a lot of similarities in terms of its campiness. Like, a doll is the one killing people in that instead of a leprechaun. Yeah, a, yeah. a small, sizable uh, villain. But later in the franchise, there was one Chucky movie that came out two years ago that got incredibly great reviews and people said oh. this is actually very scary oh so maybe they probably steered into there's the room, series there's yeah, room yeah. to steer it what's u- super unique about the chucky franchise i don't know if i brought this up on a podcast no, before definitely not what's super unique about that is that the writer director of the chucky movies has been consistent throughout the entire franchise and That's, no other horror oh, franchise wow. can claim that yeah. it's the only one where it's been a singular vision the entire way which wow. is exciting for its own reasons. It's just like, yeah, it's when you make a movie, it seems like the people who loved your movie are going to be, be the people who want to make the next one. Yeah. Rather than, like, are you so inspired to then right. add on to your idea? I'm excited. I, I, I'm 12 pretty, more times or yeah. I don't think I've even seen the original Child's Play, but I've seen some of the later ones. I have seen... I don't know that I've seen all of the original one, but I definitely have seen the original Some one. parts of it? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I think I've seen it, but I mean, I remember very little. I just remember some scenes and some images of the doll right but i i can't wait and we're going to be tapping into so many franchises i'm sure we're going to get equally excited about all of them but yeah this one it was a great start and I'm yeah very... dude wow that was so much fun i'm surprised <laughs> how much fun that was um and i i think it um overall like i don't think i'm, I'm gonna be talking about leprechaun <laughs> i don't think as a horror um community guy i'm gonna be a big leprechaun supporter i'm always gonna have something to say but I think what's really important about these Leprechaun movies is that, like, it's a horror movie, it's a comedy, it's gory, mm-hmm. it's rated R, you know, it's, it, I mean, I don't know if that's the rating, but it's dark. There's, it's, there's it's, a place for it. If you're a, bloody if Amer- you're a fan yeah. of horror in the broad sense, like we are, where we appreciate everything across the spectrum, yeah. there's a clear place for an appreciation of Leprechaun. Like, if you were to get a few friends together, like, if I watched this on my own, I would have hated it. I fully agree. This is something to watch with a group of people and yeah. who's gonna who are gonna laugh and laugh your asses off because it's yeah. nuts. Yeah, and then go like happening. laugh and laugh and laugh and then go oh fuck when he you know somebody gets like caught in a bear trap or whatever. Like it's a I don't know with some you're, people you're totally right and that's for I mean we've only seen the first Leprechaun now but that's the that's what I want the franchise to lean into. I want them to lean into. More and more excessive gore and silliness I think simultaneously. So, yeah. yeah, I think excessive That's strong gore. points. I also want to see more of... Like the pogo stick is just... That that scene will stick out to me. Yeah. Because it's so nuts. A leprechaun jumping on a pogo stick on a body. On a And guy. it just like eviscerating Making like, like pogo one-liners while he's doing it. Did he? I don't... He, he was saying some Probably. Shit. There were so many one-liners we could not remember them all. Like, yeah, it's impossible. Uh, well, I mean, the internet has all of them, so it's possible, but... Uh... I mean, you had that amazing um, fuck you Lucky Charms bit, and <laughs> also, when he's going through the cupboards, he's looking at all the cereals, and he finds an off-brand Lucky Charms that's called Lucky... Um, what was it called? Uh, lucky something. But he, Lucky he, Clovers. Lucky Clovers. <laughs> and he pauses at the Lucky Clover box, and he throws a bunch in his mouth, and he spits it out, because yeah. it's disgusting, they he tosses the box aside. <laughs> that was a cool little moment. He was basically... The joke there was, like, he finds a box of Lucky Charms. Yes. And he's like, great! And he eats them, and it's just crap, and he spits, spits them out. Spits it out, yeah. But yeah, do you, before he even picked them out of the cupboard, 
when I could see a sliver into the cover, I was like, Lucky Clovers! Right away. I immediately saw what they were going for. I did as well, because yeah, yeah. they show you the, a quick frame of that. Yeah. And it was enough to tell you that, oh, it wasn't actually Lucky Charms, it yeah, was yeah. some off-brand. There's something different thing. than my facial, or my immediate recognition of the Lucky Charms brand. Yeah, exactly. Because I've been indoctrinated from childhood. Yeah. Um... It's great separating those Lucky Charms, like just taking out all the marshmallows. And those marshmallows are delicious, you know. They're horrible and they're, they're so good. They're so gross, but they're so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was one time in college with my roommates, and I brought them up before, specifically in reference to watching Hot Rod High every yeah. Sunday. Okay. There was one time where we got a box or three boxes of Lucky Charms <laughs> and spent a good hour separating <laughs> and then just indulging in pure marshmallows. Yeah, that's that's the dream, man. That's the dream. That is the dream. And it's something that you can only do when you're, you know, 20 years old. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna fight you on that and I'm going to do it. Go for it. Please take a photo. We'll post it on a Tuesday. We need those midweek content. Yeah, we'll, we'll post it on our Instagram and on our Facebook. That'll be a great teaser for the Friday episode of, I mean, this is a bonus. We're coming to you because it's St. Patrick's Day. I forgot this was a bonus one, yeah. We hope that you're having a great St. Patrick's Day and that you go check out this movie. This is a great way to spend St. Patrick's Day. I would totally agree. Get a bunch of people, make a drinking game out of it. Like it, Drink just, every time he says something charming and hilarious. Like, drink oh, every time he does something that makes you laugh. Have a bottle of Jameson. <laughs> I mean, it's on theme. Green the beer. O'Grady is cleaning off a bottle of Jameson and tosses it aside. Polishes it off, throws it in the dirt. He's like, we're so rich! Clearly they got a deal with Jameson, but not Lucky Charms, because that was a Jameson bottle that he was, it was checking that aside. Was, that was a Jameson. It's pr- I, I imagine it was easier to get something Jameson um, for a, an adult situation, but not Lucky Charms uh, for an adult situation. Which is specifically children's geared yeah, cereal. Yeah, there's, that's what I might It's bizarre, imagine. man. Like, cereal, like, they, they spend so much in advertising to children. Like, they pick we, kids' me, networks. Like, growing up, if you remember growing up, we watched so many cereal ads, it's crazy. Let me tell you something else about that's going to fit the, fit into this. All of the cereals that are represented by, like, some mascot that you can remember. Tony the Tiger, um, Cheerios Sam, Toucan Sam. Those cereals are going to be at child's eye level. A a child's eye level. In the grocery store? In the grocery store. Of course. It's fucking genius. Yeah, dude. Those bastards. Yeah. So good. That's a real thing. Check it out next time you're in the grocery store. I will. I will. It's a real thing. That's a real ass thing. Um, So, I mean, I think we should come up with some kind of line. I really want to say... um, I already forget. Gone is fucking dead. What is the... Gone oh. with a capital dead? With something with, uh, he is, yeah, something with a capital dead. What was that line? I'm going to find it. You're going to find it? Cool. Or is it after this? Go to the hospital. Here we go. Do you think you could kill a leprechaun? Ozzy, you can kill anything. You just got to know how to do it. Now me, give me a 357 Magnum, press it to the little green critter's temple, and Blam! Brains and guts and oozing cruddy stuff dripping all down its head. The guy's gone with a capital dead. Gone with a capital dead. Damn. Gone with a capital dead. That was a hilarious line. Gone with a capital dead. We got that? Gone with a capital dead. This has been a bonus episode of Text Chris Dave Saw. I've been Chris Vandenberg. And I've been Dave Saw. Please have a bunch of drinks. It's a great holiday to celebrate.
Um, and uh, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, hug your fr- your best friend. Hug your best friend because it's it's a great day. It's St. Patrick's Day. A new episode tomorrow. A new episode today. A new episode tomorrow. And as always, chaos reigns. Chaos reigns. Chaos reigns. Chaos reigns. Dead with the cat. Oh fuck. Gone with the capital. Gone with the capital. Then. Chaos reigns. Chaos reigns. Chaos reigns. Chaos reigns. Gone with a capital dead. Chaos reigns. Happy St. Patrick's Day, scaredy cats. Later.